Welcome to Just Curious Media. This is Let's Talk Cobra Kai. I'm Jason Connell. And I'm Sal Rodriguez. All right, Sal. Here we are back again for another special episode. Yeah, very excited about this. Especially excited to see how much Karate Kid has influenced the whole world. It's amazing. It is amazing. And today we are covering BGH Smart TV. They had a commercial and the title of the commercial is Mr. Miyagi. And this came out in 2013. Yeah, and I had to do some digging here because as an American, I'd never heard of BGH. In fact, I went to BestBuy.com, went to Target.com. They have no BGH products. So it was. it's my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jason, BGH is an electronics company based out of Argentina. Yes. And does not seem to sell products. I also checked eBay. Does not seem to sell any products in the U.S. I believe you are correct. I did not see anything in the U.S. either. I do believe they are an Argentinian company. I also think this commercial most likely aired in Canada, as far as I know. Well, yeah, because you're watching these commercials. And again, I'm, I'm an American. Jason and I are Americans. We say that for the benefit of, of all our global fans. Yeah. So you're watching this commercial. It's in English. Nobody seems to have any accents. So we're thinking this is geared toward the American market. And yet it's for an electronics company that doesn't seem to sell any items in the U.S., and then in, in one of the commercials, we see some currency and does not appear to be U.S. currency. Right. It looked Canadian, but we're not entirely certain. But again, we'll just go with that. But the bottom line is, this is a wonderful commercial that I was lucky enough to stumble on yesterday. And we're going to break it down like we do everything else. There's just one commercial. But they were created by, I believe, Sachi and Sachi Agency, Sal? I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, this company is huge. I just want to mention that because I've been involved with a few ad agencies throughout my career. I've been in a few commercials. You can see my commercial reel on YouTube if you want to YouTube Sal Rodriguez commercials for the evidence. This agency, Sachi and Sachi, is huge. They started in London in 1970. They've grown to 114 offices in 67 countries with over 6,500 employees. This is probably the largest ad agency I've ever heard of, and definitely, I don't know if I've ever worked for one as big as this. Impressive. Well, this ad in particular is phenomenal. It's so well done. And again, I'm really happy that they made it and uh, we have a chance to break it down. Just to give the audience some more background, their campaign was called the Emails Campaign. And they did three commercials. They did this one that dealt with the Karate Kid. They did one called Julia, which is a reference to Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman. And they did another one called Keanu, which deals with Keanu Reeves from The Matrix. Now, Sal, they were all great. And of course, we love Mr. Miyagi the best. But I got to say, the Julia one was especially funny in its own right, because it's really about a guy who is trying to solicit a fictional character, Julia Roberts' character from Pretty Woman, to see if she still is in the business, if you will. And he'd (laughs) like to proposition her. And it just plays out so well. The shots are beautifully done. The music's great. The whole thing. I mean, I was laughing out loud on that one. Yeah, this guy is actually serious. He is legitimate. He is seriously trying to reach out to Julia Roberts' character in Pretty Woman as though she were an actual person. He says that he has cash because he just sold his car and he has stacks of cash. So this guy is a serious suitor or client, depending on how you look at it. 
seriously reaching out to Julia Roberts' character. I don't even remember Julia Roberts' character's name in Pretty Woman, but this guy is at home on his BGH smart TV, emailing, trying to reach out to Julia Roberts' Pretty Woman character. Yeah, it is so funny. I think her name was Vivian Ward. Sounds like a fake name, right? Interesting. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Uh, prostitutes give give uh, fake names. Yeah. So I've heard. And so, yeah, this guy reaches out to Vivian Ward. No, he's actually reaching out to Julia Roberts. That's the joke, though. He's really reaching out to Julia. And he thinks because she played this character in a movie that maybe she also kind of goes that way. Okay, so he's not even reaching out to... He's not reaching out to Vivian Ward. He's reaching out to Julia Roberts thinking that she is Vivian Ward. Yeah. And he's drinking scotch, and there's wonderful shots. And at the end, he's like, you know, I'll be checking my email every 30 seconds. So, uh, you know, hopefully this will work out. So I highly encourage any and everybody to look this one up, BGH Smart TV, Dear Julia, to watch it. Of course, watch the Mr. Miyagi one as well, because that's what we're going to break down. And then lastly, there's the one on Keanu, which is probably the weakest of the bunch, but still had its moments. It's the silliest yes. because it involves a guy who, you know, the old joke where you take Viagra and if your erection lasts longer than four hours, consult a physician. So this guy takes Viagra in the name of the blue pill, like Keanu Reeves in The Matrix takes the blue pill. So this guy equates blue pill in The Matrix with blue pill Viagra. And this guy is emailing Keanu Reeves asking for his help and advice on taking the blue pill, how, how this guy is stuck with his... Uh, erection. Can we say erection? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, uh, you know, you took the blue pill on the Matrix, or was it the red pill? But either way, you know, could you help me on this thing? And it's pretty funny, but it's not as good, I think, as the other two. But I like the first part of the commercial. He's like, dear Keanu, I'm sorry to contact you on your personal email address. You know, as if he just kind of has that only in case of emergency. It's pretty funny. <laughs> he had it on, on hand yeah. waiting for the right moment. Exactly. And all of these commercials are the same, and we're going to get into it, is a person, in, in these instances, it's always a male, is emailing someone via the BGH Smart TV. And as they're emailing, you're hearing their voiceover and you're seeing visuals. So all three of them are very well put together, well-crafted, high production value. And now I understand why, because of the agency, it has this type of reach, like you have just pointed out. And so I don't know how we didn't hear about this one before as far as the Miyagi ad. I mean, any of these could have been wonderful commercials on Super Bowl Sunday. I mean, had any of these been a Super Bowl commercial, that would have been the one that people talked about. Yeah, I mean, for you commercial fans, you know, a, a big thing for people is commercials. Like, you know, the funny thing is, like, I don't love commercials even though I've been in commercials. But I know people who love commercials. They will watch the Super Bowl just for the commercials. That's a lot of people. Not myself, but I still watch them during the Super Bowl. And it's like, you're often let down now because the bar's so high. But any of these had popped in there, like the Miyagi ad, it would have been all the rave because most of them are letdowns. Now, of course, it costs a lot of money to have a Super Bowl ad and maybe it's just not worth it for BGH as a client, but uh, pretty clever. I love that they did these. I like the movie tie-ins. And I also just want to point out that all three were directed by Nico Perez Vega. So really props to his directing. I looked him up on IMDb and didn't see any other credits yet. So... Uh, this guy's talented and uh, be on the lookout for him. And I also noticed that one or some of them popped up on some 
top 10 list of best commercials in 2013. So that also could have been in Argentina. It could have been in Canada. I'm not sure, but uh, high quality stuff, a lot of fun. And I'm ready to jump into the Mr. Miyagi ad. I'm ready. So now we open with a Bill Conti type score. And there's a young white male, I'd say, what, late 20s, early 30s. His name is John. We'll go ahead and say that now, although you don't find it out until the end of the commercial, but no big deal. We'll have someone to reference. But he's sitting cross-legged on his bed in a very modern bedroom, Sal. I got to say, very classy place he's got here. Well, I'm looking around trying to find little knickknacks or trophies or whatever. I'm, I'm trying to find something in the setting uh, to latch on to. It, it's very much a plain, sparse, sort of minimalist. Yeah, my style. Yeah, it's all about, not my style as a collector, uh, as you can see by my background. He is all about him, the keyboard, yeah. and the screen. Yeah, so the keyboard is part of this smart TV. It's showing you that you can type away right on the screen. I guess this was a, maybe a bigger deal in 2013. It's not like my Mac can't just go in there and beam to my TV and I can do this, but whatever. Hey, this is a smart TV and they were selling them. So he's typing an email to Mr. Miyagi and as he begins, the voiceover comes on. He's got this really cool raspy voice and it just works really well. And so Sal, now we go to screen and we see Mr. Miyagi's email address, <laughs> or at least the one from this commercial. And it's Miyagi at jp.com. And I'm curious if you figured out what the JP stood for. Well, since I have been to Japan, it would be .jp, not .jp, or not jp.com. So basically, I, I, I looked just like you. I wanted to see what is jp.com. There is no jp.com. But the suffix JP would be Japan, I understand. True, but I would say it's this. I looked up all the other people in addition to the director, Nico. The co-creative director's name is Juan Pablo Lufrano, also JP. And I thought, well, that's interesting. So then really quickly to kind of bounce back to the other two commercials, the Dear Julia and the Keanu ad, there was similar emails on the screen. And one of them was Keanu R for Keanu Reeves at LB.com. And LB, there was and is a Lucas Banji Oani. And he's a co-creative team member. Oh, man. You're way, you know what, Jason? You surpassed me in forensic analysis. You do. You passed me. You, to, you got me. I, I believe you. I, I think it, it makes total sense. So these people inserted their own initials yeah. into the commercial. I love that. Now, the subject line is lessons, which is pretty funny. Not karate lessons or I'm a big fan, just lessons. And it's Dear Mr. Miyagi, not Pat Morita. So unlike the Julia Roberts ad, he was emailing Julia Roberts and hoping that she was like her character, Vivian. Well, he's going straight to Mr. Miyagi. There is no Pat Morita. This guy believes Miyagi is real and it's pretty damn funny. And here's the opening part of his email. I've seen all your karate movies. One, two, and three. And Sal, that is a blatant omission of the next Karate Kid, right out of the gate. <laughs> yeah, it totally dismisses the Hillary Swank movie, which, by the way, I look forward to seeing very soon. But yeah, he just, he overrided it. It was just all about one, two, three. By the way, I'll, I'll have you know that that little sequence where he says, I've seen all your karate movies, one, two, and three, was actually my favorite part 
of this thing was that. And that I just thought was funny because it, it was funny. You see his finger hit the keypad, you know, one, two, three. Really clever. It's the subtleties in these commercials really sell it. And then he goes on to say, I've waxed on and waxed off all of my furniture, even my neighbors. And so while he's saying this, Sal, now we start cutting to John in action. And what is he doing? Well, the first thing we see is we see him waxing a cabinet with his right hand. I did notice that, if that's any relevance. Yep. His left hand is in was sort of a <laughs> fist up, fight ready position. So he's waxing with one hand. He's ready, fight with his left hand. And he is wearing the Daniel LaRusso headband, and I analyze this Mm -hmm. to the best of my forensic ability. Uh, The Daniel LaRusso headband has 10 points, and this also had 10 points. So this is about as accurate as you're going to get as far as headbands. Yeah, as accurate as Peter Cetera's Gloria Love video. Very much so, yeah. If you ever get a Daniel LaRusso Karate Kid headband, Make sure it has the 10 points and also sort of polka dots yeah. on the side. It has these It has these dots on the side. So make sure that it is accurate. Back in the day, if my mom had got me one of those, I swear it would have had like six points. It would have been the knockoff version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have been like Airwalk instead of Vance. <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally. Love you, mom. Then we see him kneeling on top of a small dining table. <laughs> And I, I just want to say for, for clarity and point of reference, although he says wax on, wax off, right. he's also sanding left a circle, right a circle. So right now he begins sanding this dining table. So even though he says verbally wax on, wax off, he's also going into the sanding portion because he also he's dealing with furniture. He's not waxing a floor. He's actually sanding furniture. No, I, th- I think he's waxing on and off the furniture, giving it a nice polish, a sheen. Okay, if you look at him kneeling on top of the dining table, he has the sanders in his hands. That's what he has in his hands when he's doing the dining table. So he goes from the waxing to then the sanding. I know, which reminded me of Daniel, like you just said, sanding the porch. But I just thought he put, you know, you can still have those sanders and you could put the you know chemicals on there and just wax. But good point. I don't know what he's doing. I know it has a nice sheen later in the commercial, but we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. But I do want to make this other point, which I think is pretty astute, much like your own. He's using the wrong hands in this sequence because as Mr. Miyagi points out, wax on his right hand, wax off his Mm -hmm. left hand on the table. He's doing it the wrong way. Yeah, what they did here, and you got to be down with the show like us, but they kind of merged wax on, wax off to left circle, right circle, sanding. They kind of merged waxing and sanding. Obviously, wax on, wax off, is is more in the public consciousness. They think of wax on, wax off. But let's not forget left a circle, right circle, and let's not forget paint the fence. So there's a lot to the Miyagi-Do training. This one is focused on wax on, wax off and invoking some of the other imagery as well because I'm telling you, when he is on top of that dining room table, he has the sanders in his hand. Uh, true. This commercial is VO to his visuals. He is saying... and. Put that aside. He is saying wax on and and off. And when he says on, 
he's got the wrong hand going. And that's also, I went back to the Karate Kid, the Bible of them all. That's exactly what Mr. Miyagi says, and he does. But hey, small detail, easy to miss, especially for people from Argentina or Canada. So mm-hmm. we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, give, yeah. Him, we'll yeah. give him a pass. So continue, because John is still going. So now where is he at? Then he is now on his back under an unfinished coffee table. Mm-hmm. He's waxing with his right hand. Then we see him in a garage with his right hand carefully sanding or waxing a Chester drawer as a man in Hawaiian shirt, cargo shorts, and deck shoes. I say that because it's like ultra casual, right? This guy's like hanging out. Drinking coffee. (laughs) He's drinking coffee as he's watching John do this work. And by the way, John is incredibly focused. He's in sort of an altered fight stance. Like a crane-like stance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's not standing in the position where you might stand to sand a piece of furniture. No. He's like almost in a fight-ready stance. I also love that the neighbor is literally like two feet behind him. Just like <laughs> kind of, you know, really up on his business, but he's drinking his coffee, taking it in. We've established that this is his neighbor, and John is just loving this wax on, wax off. You say sanding sometimes. Yes, true. But he's loving it. He's taking Mr. Miyagi's lessons to furniture. Yeah, but the but you know what the problem is the joke's going to be on him yeah, well. because he's going to find out how him sanding furniture or waxing furniture doesn't necessarily transfer to a confrontation. Right. So he goes on to say and write in his email to Mr. Miyagi, but a few days ago I had a little incident while driving. A guy got out of his car and tried to punch me. I very confidently tried to wax on, but his fist easily hit my face. Now Sal Please explain this incident. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I want to let John off the hook for a second. I'll, I'll get to that. Uh, these cars are sort of nondescript. I tried to make out the cars because, you know, when yeah. it comes to the Karate Kid, cars are a big deal. When you look at sure. the original classic cars in the Karate Kid or you look at LaRusso Auto in Cobra Kai, yeah. cars are a big thing in the world of the Karate Kid or Cobra Kai. I tried to make out these vehicles. I could not make out these vehicles at all, the way that they filmed them, the angles. But anyway, the cars are nondescript. But what we see is we see our hero, John, on a sidewalk. His car has rear-ended another car. Yep. The front of his car has smoke billowing out of it. And now the driver of the other car is angrily approaching John. Yeah. And now we see a close-up of this guy, a bearded guy in tan leather jacket, gold chains. Sort of looks like a, you know, it's not the kind of guy you might want to mess with. Definitely don't rear end this guy. You know, believe me, these, there are some people you, you don't want to antagonize. This is one of those guys. Okay, so now we got a close-up of this bearded guy in tan leather jacket and gold chains about to strike. Now our hero, John, narrowly misses blocking a right cross that hits him in the right eye. Very interesting way to strike. This guy who was rear-ended with the beard, he gives a right cross to John's right eye. You know, you might think if you've seen enough uh, martial arts or MMA to know that if you throw a right cross, it's probably going to hit your opponent's left eye. Yeah, very flukish. (laughs) Yeah, this guy hits John's right eye. So that's where his fist has landed. So now... John is recoiled, the bearded guy. This guy, by the way, is ready to fight some more. This guy's, he's kind of just getting warmed up, it looks like. And you see a few bystanders are there watching from the background uh, a few feet away. So this is a little street incident where John thought he can use all he learned with waxing furniture to defend himself. 
It's true. Now, I want to say before punches are a punch were thrown, John went into this mode where he closed his eyes and clenched his fist, almost clearing his head like Daniel did in the Karate Kid movies before it comes, like getting recentered. Even Robbie did it in Cobra Kai. And then he opens them and then tries to do the wax on with the right hand. He used the right hand. He was waxing on. But it wasn't the lesson, Sal. This was an example of poor execution. Oh, That would have been a great block, but he mistimed it by a mile. Maybe mm-hmm. John's depth yeah. perception is not good. Maybe this is mm-hmm. why he has to get on the table and wax on or sand, as you say. Maybe he's just got to be so close to it because you look, the, he missed it by a good half second, and then this punch comes through. And how does it catch his right eye? That is bizarre. But I think it was just really poorly timed, not the lesson itself. Yeah, so I would blame the student in this regard. You know, for those of you who are UFC fans, you saw the rise and fall of Ronda Rousey. And one of the things that was under scrutiny was Ronda Rousey's boxing coach. And if you remember some of her, I believe maybe her final fight anyway, her boxing coach was under so much scrutiny for her lack of boxing skills and defense. But I fault the student. I fault her not employing his teachings, her not employing his coaching yeah. properly right. to win the match. So in this instance, yeah, you're right. He w- he did the block. Yep. He was just early. This is his first and only attempt of using said block. He didn't get the opportunity that Daniel did to run through them and have that Kaiser Sose moment or that clarity where everything just like, oh, yes, this is what I'm doing, the muscle memory. He had none of that. He, he went all in on the first time, and yeah, he was off a beat. So then he goes on to say, and write in his email, I feel very let down by your teachings, <laughs> which, is, which is pretty funny. And now we cut back to him, and he's writing the email. And he kind of has a moment of reflection, Sal. Like, oh, he's taking it in. Like, but what have I learned, right? <laughs> what have I gathered through Mr. Miyagi? And then the email continues. But I have to admit, my furniture looks stunning. Might even sell it and make good money. And Sal, what do we see next? We see various shots of this beautifully finished and polished furniture. It looks fantastic. Yes. This guy did a great job. And you know what? This guy is like me. I relate to John in this. I'm always looking for the silver lining. I'm always looking for what good came out of this bad situation. So this guy gets his ass kicked on the street. (laughs) But what good came out of this? What good came out of this? I've got some beautiful furniture here. So in the end, the guy wins. Yeah, Sal, let me just say that cabinet or dresser, whatever that is, uh, stunning piece, the modern shelf, gorgeous, and the table with those two beautiful chairs. I am a sucker for modern design, and I have similar pieces. I've had similar pieces in my homes, and I have two chairs very similar to those, but love his place. And yeah, he took it to another level because of Miyagi's lessons. Hence the subject title of his email to Mr. Miyagi. So now, though, as the commercial is coming to a close, this is a 45-second commercial, and we are nearing the end now. So longer than your conventional 30-second commercial. But what happens now? Well, he says he might sell it, make good money. He's seated on the bed. He looks at the TV screen, and we see he has a black eye. It is his right eye that was punched by the uh, assailant's right fist the assailant's right fist 
to John's right eye, and he has a black eye. I wanted to see him hold a stake on it, right? But there was no stake. But you yeah. do see John kind of gently touching it, almost you know, just making sure it's not too swollen. So he's there seated on his bed with his black eye, yeah. But he's got his beautiful furniture. Yeah. So, hey, maybe all is well that ends well. It's a nice front shot of John. He's looking at the TV, but it's like the TV's POV right back at him for the first time, that shot in particular. It's always been a side or different. So you see the shiner. It's a great reveal. And then he writes, best regards, John. His spirits seem a little higher now. And then we hear that classic email sent sound effect that. And then on screen, it says sent from my BGH smart TV. And then as you said, he touches his black eye again. You know, it's still there. I still have this reminder. And then we have BGH smart TV. The words are inside of this actual TV. Uh, BGH logo at the end of the commercial and that ties it up. So the whole idea is that you can use these BGH smart TVs to send emails. So you're there on your keyboard, send an email, and then probably just jump to Netflix right after that. Yeah. You can email Mr. Miyagi, Julia Roberts, Keanu Reeves. All of their emails are compiled inside of the software for BGH Smart TV. Uh, Really funny. Clever, clever commercial uh, commercials. I highly recommend uh, looking them up. Find them on YouTube and just enjoy them for yourself. Yeah, they are on YouTube. There was actually, and I was definitely surprised. Believe me, I've been around the block with YouTube enough Yet I still was surprised when I saw that this particular commercial was uploaded at least like six or seven times yeah. on YouTube. So six, seven different users uploaded this commercial again from 2013. So check this out. Check out the whole campaign. Uh, it's definitely a, a funny campaign. Oh. And as it relates to the Cobra Kai Karate Kid universe, definitely a wonderful and beautiful tip of the hat to the Karate Kid. I totally agree. It was so much fun to explore. And we're going to find more nuggets like this as we... Move closer and closer to January 8th, 2021. Sal, what happens on that particular day? It's a Friday. January 8th, 2021 is the Netflix release of season three of Cobra Kai. You know, here we are now uh, where we are space and time is the beginning of uh, December of 2020. And I know that that season three is going to be dropping before we know it. So We're going to be bringing you more of these special episodes, special editions of Let's Talk Cobra Kai, where we are going all over the Karate Kid Cobra Kai universe, finding wonderful treats all over the web, all over social media, looking at uh, tips of the hat and homages to the Karate Kid Cobra Kai universe. Uh, Because once we get wrapped up in season three of Cobra Kai, who knows if we're going to have time for these special episodes for a while in January. So we're definitely going to take advantage of this time now. Absolutely. And all I really want for Christmas, Sal is season three of Cobra Kai. (laughs) Right now I'm thinking like how I'm going to run my life around that. Like how am I going to schedule my life chores and errands and work around this release? Because this is going to be the center of my life when they release season three. Absolutely. And so in the meantime, if you're looking for more content to digest and enjoy, Please check out Let's Talk Movies. There's actually seven episodes up now. We've covered some incredible films from American Werewolf in London to Wall Street to To Live and Die in L.A., Risky Business, The Terminator, and so many more coming. So again, Let's Talk Movies, a lot of fun. Sal's been on three times out of seven, so he's a very popular special guest. I like to bring back as often as I can. Yeah, one thing I encourage all people to do, whether it be Cobra Kai, you watch the episode of Cobra Kai, 
you listen to our podcast. You watch the Karate Kid 1, 2, or 3, you listen to our podcast. Watch the movies. Yes. Watch the movies and then listen to the podcast. I'm telling you, I'm not just saying this because I'm a part of it and because I love Jason Connell. (laughs) Yes, but that's not what it's about. I'm telling you, it's so entertaining. I go on road trips. I listen to Let's Talk Movies. Two hours of my time as I'm on the road. A wonderful addition to a long road trip. Check it out. Very good. Thank you for saying that. I love you too, man. Just to be clear. (laughs) Don't make me cry. Don't make me cry. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcast. You can also follow us on social media at Let's Talk Cobra Kai, and please message us if you have any comments or questions. If you'd like to become a Patreon supporter of the show, just search for Let's Talk Cobra Kai. And if you're just curious about our other shows, please visit JustCuriousMedia.com. No mercy.